the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Like Bob on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Live. If you were listening yesterday, I spent... Quite a bit of time on the um, He Gets Us campaign. You saw the commercials during the Super Bowl, uh, which has generated a lot of interest, buzz, as well as some controversy. I gave you my thoughts on it. I think, pray that they were biblical. We also talked about the revival down at Asbury University um, in Kentucky. And it continues. It continues. They are still having services in the chapel, in the church, and the revival continues. It's very similar to what happened in the 70s, and there's every indication that it's real, it's genuine. It is a a, a genuine outpouring of the Holy Spirit that we have seen several times during history. Uh, I'm also hearing that something similar is happening right in our backyard over at Cedarville University. Uh, Dr. Thomas White, the president, is reporting that God is at work in a very special way at uh, Cedarville. They've had very lengthy chapel services, uh, prayer meetings that have lasted for hours, and that is just Wonderful, wonderful news, and I pray that this spirit of revival sweeps our nation. This is what we need. The the answer, and I say this every day in the opening to the program, and I mean it. The answer to America's problems is not in the next election. It's not getting the right person elected to Congress, to the White House, or even the Supreme Court. All of those things are important. They shouldn't be ignored, obviously. But none of those things will lead to returning our nation to biblical principles. We need a spiritual awakening all across the country. And I'd like to just make one more observation. I made a lot of observations yesterday. I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time Um, on it today. I just personally am grateful that this revival broke out where, when, and how it did. And, And let me explain what I mean, and I hope you understand it in the spirit in which I am saying it. It happened organically, spontaneously. It did not happen in a megachurch. It did not happen 
and, and please, please hear what I'm saying and hear my heart, not just my words. It did not happen under a bunch of smoke, fancy lights, and high technology. I'm not saying there's any, even anything wrong with that. But it happened in a chapel that I believe is about 100 years old. Old-fashioned pews, and from what I'm reading, there aren't even any pads. They are very uncomfortable wood pews. No strobe lights, no smoke. It wasn't a scheduled revival. It did not happen because of one dramatic, charismatic preacher. None of those things. And here's the reason I'm glad. If it happened in a mag- in a mega church with a very well-known charismatic preacher, and I don't mean charismatic theologically. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about charismatic personality-wise. Somebody well-known, written a lot of books, and so forth. If it happened like that, then all across America, people would be trying to copy it. They would be wanting that preacher to come and preach at their church. They would want all of the technology and the lights and the smoke and, and all of that because people would say that's what led to the revival. None of those things had anything to do with this revival. And please... I'm not throwing shade on new technology, and I'm not throwing shade on any of that, and I'm certainly not criticizing well-known preachers that God has used in a wonderful way. I'm just saying, the only recipe here was the Spirit of God. It wasn't planned. There was a group of students And if I understand correctly, could be wrong, but from what I've read, what I understand correctly, they just had a regular chapel. Nothing terribly unusual about the chapel. But some students felt the need to pray. And they stayed after chapel and began praying, and God began dealing with their heart. And some other students joined them, and then other students joined them. And other joined them, and it just grew and grew and grew. There was no leader. There was no praise band that was responsible. It was just a move of God's Spirit. And I think that is so important that we remember that. And it proves it can happen anywhere. All right, phone lines are filling up, so uh, let me go to the phones before the break. Uh, First up, I have Carol in Granville, Ohio. Carol, welcome. You're on Bob Bernie Live. Hello. Hi, Carol. Hi. I am calling because I have a niece and a nephew. Uh, 
niece by marriage and nephew who both attended Asbury. And she had posted about this happening. And it is so exciting to see that it's God that's doing it. And I'm sure that you probably have been hearing Greg Laurie uh, calling each day for people to be praying at 714 regarding praying for a revival and a great sec- another awakening. Mm-hmm. And he's basing that on Second Chronicles 714. It says, if my people who are called by now, my name will humble themselves and pray that he will hear from heaven. So Greg Laurie has been asking the people who hear his program to pray every day at 714 for a revival and a great awakening. And this has been going on for several weeks I believe God put that on Greg's heart, and I want to encourage listening audience that they might join in praying also for that revival to continue at Asbury, of course, and then across our land, and to do it, if God puts it on your heart, at 714 every day, either the morning or evening or both. Well, thank you, Carol. Thank you. I appreciate it. And, of course, God has used Greg Laurie in a a wonderful way. Thousands have come to Christ through his Harvest Crusades out in in California. All right, Carol, thank you. Can I add one thing? Sure. His movie is coming out this month um, in regard to what happened with the Jesus Revolution Uh uh, in the late 60s and the 70s. And it will be in theaters, and I they're trusting that God's going to use this movie to reach thousands of people for Christ. And I want to encourage people to go and see that movie. You can just Google uh, Greg Laurie or uh, Harvest Ministries mm-hmm. or, and get more information. But that is at the end of this month, and that will be in theaters everywhere. Okay. Thank you, yeah. Carol. Thank you so much. God God bless you. You too. All right. We need to take a break. Ron in Johnstown. Hang tight. And I'll come to you as soon as we return. My number, 877-BOB-LIVE. 877-262-5483. Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. And welcome back to Bob Bernie Live. Um, I just made a couple of comments about the uh, revival that has broken out in uh, Asbury at Asbury University. And uh, evidently it has sparked interest in our audience. And I've got Ron in Johnstown, Ohio, on the line. Ron, thank you for being patient. Welcome. You're on the air. Thanks, Bob. How are you today? I am well. I am blessed, Ron. Thank you for asking. I uh, I heard you mention that you were talking about this yesterday, and I did uh, miss the show. So um, I did want to bring it up today again, though, since you were revisiting it. Um, I have my oldest daughter 
who is a junior at Asbury right now. Really? And um, yeah, she very excitedly uh, last Wednesday when this started uh, with the regular chapel and it just continued. Um, let her uh, her mom and I know, and uh, we've been keeping close tabs on it. And um, my uh, younger daughter, who's only about 15 months younger, uh, is a junior at Mount Vernon Nazarene, and she actually went down with a friend and spent two days down there. And um, she she admitted that you know she was just kind of skeptical because you know they're been things that she had heard about in the past uh, about healings and different things. And then, you know, it, it quickly became a, um, a show, I guess you would call it. And there was a lot of negative outcomes, but uh, she said all of her negative thoughts were quickly put to rest down there. And she spent a good part of uh, Super Bowl Sunday afternoon when she got back talking to a group of people that we had gathered with for fellowship. And uh, she was very, very excited and um, said that uh, there was just so much uh, relational healing going on and Mm -hmm. people Mm -hmm. really being open and honest and humbling themselves. Well, it does not have any of the signs of some of the pseudo-revivals that we've seen in the last 20 years. Nobody's barking like dogs and meowing like cats. And and uh, some of the silly things that have been called revival at different places around the country, none of that. Right. Um, one thing, one thing that, that Rachel brought up, too, and I, I totally commended uh, the actions that were taken— some of the worship got to be a little bit um, animated to where maybe it was getting to be a little bit of a distraction. Uh-huh. And um, she said that uh, whoever was in leadership at that time of the goings-on there got up and very gently uh, just encouraged that they wanted uh, the focus to be completely on the Lord and that, you know, that uh, anything that was taken away from that, they were wow. just lovingly asking people to uh, to refrain from that. And I said, that is first century church right yeah, there. Absolutely. Said, absolutely. As gentle as they can, and then, you know, whatever they need to do to keep that uh, to where it's all honoring to God. I, yeah. I loved it. I loved it. Well, and I've heard of some whack jobs, and I'll mention a name, Todd Bentley. Todd Bentley is a complete, absolute whack job. If you want to look him up, just do a Google search for Todd Bentley. I had heard that he was headed there to kind of take control, and I was praying, uh, Ron, that there would be enough spiritual maturity and spiritual discernment that if or when he showed up, and started going into the ridiculous fleshly theatrics that he's known for, that he would be immediately shut down so as not to distract from the holiness of God, uh, the repentance and the pure worship that was happening. And what you just said is one of the most encouraging things I've heard 
about the whole revival there in Kentucky. Uh, because well, I've said this for years, and I say it to be funny, but there's a lot of truth in it. Where there's light, there's bugs. Uh, yeah. You know, and something like this will attract some whack jobs. It will. People will come from all over the country so that they can be in the spotlight. They can get wrapped up in some hyper-emotionalism. And as you said, I didn't think of it in the way you uh, said it, but this is the first century church. Absolutely. By the end of the first century, there was false doctrine everywhere. And Paul and Peter were constantly having to deal with false doctrine and people who were trying to divert attention away from what things were really biblical and honoring to God. And I'll tell you, it it really made me love my girls to another level here and there. Spiritual maturity, discerning that. It was just, it was wonderful. It really was. And uh, we spent that afternoon around there, and I got to get this in. I know you're probably getting ready for a break. Yeah. We were really, really hoping that the one thing that the church, the body, the bride would take away from this is the honoring of God. Nothing's more important. Yeah. And then if we can just get it through our fleshliness that we need to look at people there's only one of two categories, saved and lost. All That's right. all that matters. All right. Thanks, Ron. Got to go. Thank you so much okay. for the call. Hang in there. We'll be right back with more Bob Bernie Live. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.